of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Hello and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Thank you for joining me today in the Psalm Project. And we are here today in Psalm 93. It is a short poem. My commentary is actually pretty short today. Um, the setting, uh, I have set in a, your standard um, hymnic setting with six stanzas. Um, it's a short poem that heads the group of uh, a group of psalms that praises God as king, and that is Psalm 93 here, and then Psalms 95 through 100. Those psalms all praise God as king. You can also make these comparisons perhaps to even Psalm 46 or Psalm 24. Uh, If you remember Psalm 24 when I covered that, it's actually one of my favorite musical settings of all the psalms that I've done so far. It's probably in the top 10. Um, but it, it, it asks a question in Psalm four, uh, 24, who is this king of glory, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle? And it proclaims, lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up ancient doors that the king of glory may come in. And so Psalm 93, in a similar way, praises God as king. And my English tra- uh, translation simply has titled it, uh, the Lord reigns. And so this phrase is used in the first verse. Let me go ahead and read you the five verses of Psalm 93 and then get into my commentary. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He has put on strength as his belt. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring. Mightier than the thunders of many waters. Mightier than the waves of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your decrees are very trustworthy. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. So the psalm begins here with a simple expression that the Lord reigns. And this phrase and its slight variance may be found throughout this section of the Psalter. Uh, you see this in Psalm 96, and Psalm 97, and Psalm 98, and Psalm 99. You will see a similar expression of these as we get into these, that the Lord reigns. God is king. He is omnipotent, and he has omnipotent power and sovereign control over the world. And anyone who does not believe that, truly does not believe the same God that is in the Bible. Uh, The Apostle Paul said that all things are from God, through God, and to God. Now, what that means is that every roll of the dice in Las Vegas is not by chance, but happens by God and his will and according to his will. And there are people that would say that, well, no, that doesn't happen. God leaves some things to chance. He does not. The biblical God is not only in control of everything, but all things happen by his decree, and he ordains all things to happen. And there is a a sort of um, a mysterious um, 
compatibility between God's sovereignty and humankind's responsibility. Yes, we still have choice. Now, I did not say free will. I said choice. The two are different. Um, we have choice, and, and God, those who do not choose God, those who do not receive him, will perish eternally apart from him. Well, not apart from him, but will perish under his wrath. And so God is sovereign in all things, in everything. And this psalm is proclaiming that he reigns. He is robed in majesty. It even says in verse 2, Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. In verse 1, the, the psalmist here says, The world is established and it shall never be moved. In other words, the word of assurance is based on the fact that the king has created and maintains the world. The forces of evil, disorder, and chaos will not overwhelm the world. And you are of ever you're from everlasting. God has no beginning. He is uncreated, and this conception of the eternal kingship of God stands really in stark contrast with the theology of Mesopotamia and Canaan. In these neighboring regions, the power of the gods varied according to changes in the political arena. God is not like that. He is not bound by human uh, boundaries. He's not bound by time and space, and he's not bound by anything this world has. Verse 3. The floods have lifted up, an ancient symbol of the forces of chaos and evil. Now keep in mind, we've seen this type of text in the Psalms. It talks about the floods and the waters. It symbolizes chaos in the world. And then verse 5, your decrees are very trustworthy. The decrees, this is the stability and the order that exists because of God's eternal kingship. And it's shared with humanity through the revealed law. As I mentioned, a very short psalm, a short poem that simply proclaims that the Lord reigns. Uh, it's sort of a slower setting than you might expect. You might expect a more robust um, setting, but it's a slower and more meditative setting on this psalm and meditating on the fact that God indeed reigns over everything. So here is Psalm 94 set to music. Thank you for joining me today on the Active Worship Podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. is crowned as king he is clothed with majesty the lord has clothed himself with might and great authority the world is firmly set and never moved can be and long established is your throne you're from eternity Your testimonies all have been confirmed Oh Lord, your house Adorned with holiness Shall be forevermore The floods lift up Oh Lord, the floods lift up their voice The 
floods are lifting up Their waves they make a mighty noise But yet the Lord on high Of greater strength is He Than is the thunder of The waves or breakers of the sea Your testimonies all have been confirmed O Lord, your house Adorned with holiness shall be